So I picked up a book, bleh, book this weekend or week. Um, I actually pre-ordered it a couple months ago. It's actually based on an Instagram account. It's called uh, Accidentally Wes Anderson. So uh, it, I think it started as a blog. I was reading like the the pre-word or whatever you want to call it here in it, the forward pre-word. Um, started as a blog that this guy was, you know, traveling and taking photos of like interesting places that kind of looked Wes Anderson inspired. So this Instagram account started um, and it has basically just contributions from like people all over just posting pictures of places that kind of have that Wes Anderson style color palette. And, you know, um, I guess, how, how do you describe it? Yanni? I know we talked about this a while ago, but I'll like that pastel. Yeah. Pastel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. The symmetric, the symmetry. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So it's the account accidentally Wes Anderson. Um, really cool. I, I like just seeing stuff that pops up because again, it's not like one photographer's work. It's not one place. So it's like the most random things like, you know, this, wood shop here or you know this other building or whatever so that wood really shop cool. is pretty damn Wes anderson yeah right i mean it, it all is right but yeah the wood shop really is um and it's just a lot of cool stuff in here some of it's all right some of it's you know really good um you know so if you've ever seen any Wes anderson films like uh the grand budapest hotel isle dogs um uh incredible mr fox i mean i, I haven't seen them all but you know the cinematography uh and the the scenes are, are very much like this right very symmetrical very uh pastel colors and everything so it's a real cool book i'm actually looking forward to go through it i haven't looked through it completely uh, one thing that's a little i guess disappointing about it i guess maybe because there's so many damn pictures is it's not like that glossy paper type so matte yeah right so it almost feels just like a regular plain book sheet so it doesn't pop as much as watching it like on a phone or viewing it on the phone where you kind of have the LCD, um, I don't know if, if you want to call it glossiness to it or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's interesting because, you know, the part that appeals to me with the book, which I'm actually looking forward to is like, it's not just a book of pictures. They're actually showing you, and let me see if I can get a page, you know, where it is, you know, when it was taken, things like that. So let's see if I can show that, right? Like, no, let me stop sharing because then it'd be a little bit easier for you guys to see. Is the, <laughs> yeah, right? is the book you, entirely by one person or is it like user contributions user contributions so that's what i was trying to show so this i don't know if you can see yeah uh, yeah but basically it tells you okay where it is you know who it's from some background on the actual place itself holy crap um if you've ever seen like isle of dogs that picture right there looks like it's stri- pulled straight out of the movie straight, you know, yep. they have that yeah so um, you know, really interesting. Yeah, so really fun cool. fact about me, I am a huge Wes Anderson uh, fan. I actually have a tattoo of Steve Zizou on my ribs um, because really? my favorite Wes Anderson character that's played by Bill Murray um, from his movie, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. I've seen all of his movies many times, like many times. Specifically, The Life Aquatic is probably like the one I've seen the most, I've seen it more than a dozen times for sure. Uh, I've seen the Royal Tenenbaums more times than I can count. I've seen um, Darjeeling Limited so many times. I just sent the link to Mark. I don't know if you watched it or not. His short film. I didn't get a chance to have it. Um, Mark to watch though. It's, it's called Hotel uh, Chevalier. Not, um, not Chevrolet. Chevrolet. <laughs> not Chevrolet, as my autocorrect put it um with uh jason schwartzman and natalie portman i 
have been a fan of a huge fan of his for a very long time. And I, I found out about that Instagram account a while back and I thought it was really cool because a lot of it's like legit. A lot of the places that are photographed there are straight from his, like, you know, his, his theme, his His, thematic visual style, man, visual style. Yeah. 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 Wes Anderson actually, if you will approve the book as well, um, so that's actually really cool. That it was, wasn't just somebody that took the name or whatever. He actually talked to Wes Anderson about it. And I guess he liked the project and the forward is actually written by him. So I, I just flipped it over and I was like, Oh, it's written by Wes Anderson. I started reading nice. it and realized who it was. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm super yeah. excited about the French dispatch was, which is his uh, next movie in the, one of the main characters is played by uh, Timothy Chamelet, who is an amazing actor. Um, he was in this movie called The King that's on Netflix that the cinematography is insane, dude. That movie's awesome. I love that movie. He's he's a young kid. Yeah, he kind of blew up uh, rec- more recently, but he's he's really cool. And like, uh, I think Adrian Brody's in it. Um, I'm sure Bill Murray's going to be in it because he's been like in all of his movies. Yeah. Uh, and the cast is just phenomenal, man. I yeah. want to say maybe Brad Pitt's going to be in this one. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, cast of French. Yeah, let's see. Dispatch. Timothy Chamelet, Benicio Toro, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand, Owen Wilson, Leia Sadu, Wow, Adrian Brody, Source Ronan, Jeffrey Wright, Elizabeth Liam Moss, Schreiber, Chris Christoph Waltz is one of my yeah, favorite Christoph actors. Christoph Waltz, Jason Schwartz, Holy crap. Um, yeah, Tony yeah, it's dude. Angelica Huston's going to be in it. Kate Winslet, Bob Balaban, Edward Norton. Holy wow. crap, dude. Like, and all of his movies are like that, though. Like, even yeah. and it, if you look up, I guess, like the casting of all this stuff and you watch a movie, someone super famous will be in it for like a second. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like Brad Pitt or whatever. Like, um yeah man i really love wes anderson so i'm glad you brought that up and we we actually didn't even discuss this beforehand um because i wanted to save it for the episode yeah yeah it's cool i I mean just because it's pictures from all over the world it kind of reminded me about like traveling too like well when when we used to be able to do that thing we call traveling because i'm like dying for the pandemic to be somewhat under control and like things open back up um i've been thinking about it quite a bit like okay well you know, we've been all at home, all, you know, basically photographing, at least within the U.S. for the few of us that have traveled anywhere. Um, but man, I'm dying to like get back on a plane somewhere and go somewhere I haven't been before, or even somewhere I have been just to, you know, take it all in again, you know, maybe somewhere like in France or something like that. It's kind of on my bucket list right well, now. Funny you mentioned that too. And going back quickly to Wes Anderson, my wife and I, the first big trip we ever took to Europe, we went to Spain, France, and Italy. And in Italy, we specifically took a detour to Milan because Wes Anderson has a cafe in Milan. And we really? specifically wanted to go to that cafe. And that's the only reason we went to Milan, actually. <laughs> nice. It's called Bar Luce. Um, and they have a, a Steve Zizou pinball machine. It was the food was awesome. And it was like, you can imagine like the way that the cafe looks looks straight out of a Wes yeah. Anderson movie. It was awesome, dude. It was so yeah, much fun. Take a, take a and note it's about inside that. um the the product the f- 
Fondation Prada. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. So where you guys want to travel first? I can let you guys go first because I have some ideas, but where first place are you going? We are, we always take a trip in December. This year is going to be a little bit more complicated, but we, we usually go somewhere like some national park, like in the West coast or something, but we don't want to fly. So we might just take a drive to like the Blue Ridge Parkway, the Smoky Mountains. Cool. Check that out. See like what hiking is available. Talk to some friends that go out there. See photography wise, like it's, it's not going to be Utah or anything, but it's still nice. Don't be scared yeah. to fly, man. Flying's not that bad at all. My wife will be like seven months, six months pregnant mm. by then. So, well, that's a yeah. different story. Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, uh, the naughty word that we can't say here, uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah, it's super easy. The airlines are being really great about everything. They're super clean. Like I've never been on such clean planes ever. The flights that I've been on have been not even 70% full. Um, I wouldn't do American Airlines because they're kind of being dicks about it. But uh, we flew Delta and they were they were awesome. They were really great about it. And I felt like they were doing so actively like trying to make sure that everyone felt safe and secure. Whereas American Airlines were like, we're selling out our flights. We don't care. And we right. actually always always used to before the pandemic always used to fly american airlines and now we don't anymore because of that because we were just like dude you're really gonna be like that for real <laughs> during yeah. a pandemic you know um but yeah man i would love to check out the smoky mountains and stuff i've been to the blue ridge mountains se several times actually and we just went to the rocky mountains last year i think around this time last year yeah in october i think yeah, I think like people from Miami go like Miami, Hialeah, somewhere like in Tennessee, like the Smoky Mountains. Like everybody ends like Christmas comes around. My entire Instagram feed is people like somewhere like either North Carolina or Tennessee. I'm like, yeah, the hell? when did everybody start going there? Yeah, yeah. and I know it's the same thing too. I was like, eh, I mean, it's nice and it's not too far. I mean, you know, it has its reason. I mean, if, if it wasn't for COVID for sure, I mean, I'd look to go elsewhere. I mean, we did when Tiff was pregnant with or first we went to um arizona utah did you know a couple of places there so that was cool but for me like i i want to go internationally like i i don't like the minute we can travel safely again i i want to go somewhere like maybe europe maybe even asia just somewhere like i've never been that's on my bucket list uh, i mentioned france just because i've never been to france but i'm dying to do that and i i actually want to plan it as not purely a photography trip, but definitely something where it's like, all right, this is going to be a big part of what I'm doing here. Um, you know, which most trips are, but definitely from a phot photography perspective, I want to go somewhere where, you know, I've always wanted to go, always wanted to photograph. Like I said, France comes to mind just because, you know, things I've seen, but um, yeah, that that's my first thing. <laughs> first thing I ever want to go international. France is really beautiful, man. I love France a lot. It's probably my favorite country that I've been to. Um, I could easily live there, like not, no questions about it. Um, the South of France is really beautiful in the summer because it's kind of like having, I don't know, it's, it's like a, it's like a really great vibe there. And it's, it's a little packed obviously, but anywhere with nice weather in the summer is packed. Miami's packed yeah. in the summer. So, 
um, if you know where to go and what beaches to go to and what hotels to stay at, South of France is great in the summer. And then you have um, Paris, obviously, which is my favorite place in the whole world, uh, is the in also, in my opinion, most photographable place in the whole world. Everything in Paris is photographable, man. Everything is photographable, just like uh, Gary Winogrand says. It's uh, it's there's it's kind of like New York in the sense that there's always something happening, but it's not as like fast paced as New York. It's more like chill. And then the architecture is like historical and everything. So you have that side to it, but it's still kind of it. It has that modern city feel in terms of like the people. Um, so like especially with like the fashion and like how people dress and what people look like and stuff. Uh, so it's this like crazy mix of like old and new. And I think that's why I love it so much and why I think it's so photographable. Have, have you been to Rome by any chance? I have. Yeah. Rome is cool. I didn't like it. I love history and, um, I got ended up by accident, actually long story, but long story short, we got a private tour of Rome with a tour company that we, you know, we booked a full tour it was supposed to be like 20 something people and we were the only ones that showed up <laughs> nice. so we legit got a private tour of rome it was awesome yeah and i like that part of it but i didn't feel like it was as photographable maybe i just didn't spend the time there that i should have mm-hmm. but i didn't feel like i felt like every photo that i took was just like a touristy photo yeah you know what i mean i, I just like the vibe like not even from a photographer perspective but as you're talking about and i guess you were originally talking about from a photographer perspective, but I just liked the vibe of like, okay, here's a Pantheon here, but then I'm going to go to this place right over here and sit at a coffee shop with Wi-Fi and have a gelato or something, you know, like that just was mind boggling to me. Like there's a, there's a photo I took actually with my iPhone, um, which I don't know what this was 2013. So I don't know which iPhone this was. It was probably like a five or six or something mm-hmm. that it's like a picture of um, the Coliseum. And the Colosseum is here. And then you have like this road kind of winding around it. It's not a great photo, but it, to me, like of all the pictures I took there of, you know, of the Pantheon of the uh, Colosseum and everything there, that one just stuck to me because it, it, it said something about like the modernness right next to like, you know, this BC ancient, um, you know, structure that's there. And it's like nestled in the middle of the city, you know, what one I, of- I found that was really cool. One of my favorite parts and most memorable moments in Rome was uh, the the tour guide showing us we were at the right outside the Colosseum, and there's like this long strip of like basically grass. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, he's like, yeah, that's where they used to race the chariots, and I was like, <laughs> that's just like mind blowing in terms of yeah. like trying to distinguish how long ago that was in your head and you're sitting there looking at it with your own eyes. And I have like an iPhone in my hand and <laughs> you know, a camera in the other, it's really nuts, man. Like yeah. the thing like that I like more, like I guess for Paris versus Rome or something like that is that Rome has all these super old things, but they're at this point, just monuments. Mm-hmm. Like you're like the Pantheon yeah. doesn't do anything. It's just right. there yeah. while Paris has all this history, but all that history for the most part is still being used. Yes. Like you have mm-hmm. old buildings that people live in, businesses right. go on. The churches yes. are old, massive, and beautiful, but they still hold masses and they're still being used. It's yeah. I've I've it's been told to history. not I've been told to not move to Paris because the 
buildings are so old. So like if you rent or buy an apartment there, that it's just a, almost a pain in the ass to live there because the buildings are so old and like the you know the plumbing needs work and the electrical needs work and you know everything's been there forever everything's tiny yeah well i don't i don't mind that like at all because like when i'm in paris i'm never at home quote unquote like i'm never at the hotel yeah but if you live there <laughs> yeah i was about to say living there yeah story, but though. dude if i live there i would legit be probably out photographing all of freaking time i'm like obsessed with that place what about you where's your favorite place that you've been to yanni the trip i keep on talking about the zion utah like moab all these like i can't Mm. stop thinking about that trip and close runner up the olympic peninsula like the area around like seattle like yeah yeah the drive between seattle to portland okay all that area over there like those beaches and everything are amazing it looks like it's, that place is really beautiful for sure. It's like living in a movie scene. Yeah. yeah I want to spend more time there. I've never been to Seattle. Definitely. I've been to Portland. Um, but definitely Pacific Northwest time needs to happen soon for me as well. Like go off yeah. to the coast and like the beaches are yeah, you know, like just massive rock just jutting out of the ocean. I live vicariously through Bench Heish and a bunch <laughs> of other photographers that I know up there that live there and they just like photograph these weddings and stuff up there that are insanely beautiful yeah you know using the landscapes and stuff it's not even fair like they don't have to do any work like i know seriously my favorite moody preset my favorite yeah my favorites are the one where like the people are like a tiny like a couple centimeters on the screen and and the rest is just like beautiful landscape it's like doesn't even need need to be about the people you could have hired anybody to do this awesome Uh, yeah pretty much yeah it's funny because like um, at work, <clears throat> we use uh, Slack now and um, there's a you know a bunch of like social topics that people subscribe to and there's a photography one and, you know, people are sharing different things and like somebody started like a weekly theme or I think it was daily where like, you know, this is the new theme of the day, whatever. And it's like the last one was fall and I'm like, can't really contribute here, but it's like you have all these people who live in Seattle and in the Northwest or in the West Coast and like there's all these different pictures. And again, they're not... I, I I wouldn't I'm not judging that they're not good pictures, but it's like it's just beautiful scenery. Like you can't like nobody's posting a bad picture. It's just even people posting with phones. Like they're just great. It's great scenery, and we just yep. don't have that here. Funny enough, I actually did have an interesting picture uh, that I was able to share from the first time I went to Seattle when I was going for my orientation for work. So I kind of it was um I'll see if I can find it and share it too. It was it was kind of cool. It was a uh, a picture of the Space Needle but it was kind of framed in by some like fall leaves. So like the tree leaves are like reddish, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I shot it with, I had an X-Pro2 at the time and I was using classic Chrome. So like I, I'm saying that because of the color reproduction, how like the color palette would look with like the blue sky. Obviously classic Chrome has more of like a, what was it? Like an aqua-ish look. I mean, not mm-hmm. aqua. What's, what's the color like thing? Teal. You know? teal there you go yeah teal look and then you know the reds have this kind of look richer look to it so yeah man it was i actually really liked the shot when i took it that time uh back then and so i was like oh i got something i can contribute to the fall pictures even though it's not from home and it's an old picture but, but yeah that was kind of funny so um i'll see if i can find it before but it's a really i i like the picture so i haven't experienced fall like fall colors in a long time uh, we're going to Wisconsin on Monday. Uh, actually, we're going to Illinois first. We're going to Chicago because I have a gig up there, and then uh, and then we're going to Wisconsin for a few days, and then we come back for two days, 
and then we're going to Tennessee. So I'm hoping that I get to, we really want to do like an apple orchard. Uh, and I really want to experience those fall colors, man. I haven't seen that. And it's really the most remarkable thing. How far is uh, Wisconsin from Chicago? Like I have no idea how to frame the so, Midwest. <laughs> well, we go, like my family's in Milwaukee and it's an hour and a half from Chicago. This mark, by the time Mark's going to fill up a map. <laughs> no, I was actually just trying Here to find you. Up Google so. Maps, like... Oh, it is a cool photo. Yeah, yeah man. So that's it great, wasn't dude. as framed as tight as I wanted to, but like, you know, just the backdrop of like nah, the leaves, dude, red, and the building here, and the sky, and, you know, and in the Space Needle. This was actually the hotel I was staying in. I walked, I was walking away, and the Space Needle was like on the block over. So nice. Yeah, yeah dude, I need to get up there, man. That place yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. I'm, unfortunately i'm always downtown and like we usually don't get a lot of time to venture outside like downtown seattle um but my old manager was talking about like get, doing like a retreat like to go up in um but that has the mountain that's still over there mount rainier whatever yeah mm-hmm. um taking a trip up there like apparently you can rent like a van or something or they have you know like guided tours where they take you up there for the day and then whatever um but he's not my manager anymore so i don't know what's gonna happen so <laughs> new manager lives in minnesota funny enough so okay yeah so but I was looking forward to that. Yeah. The land of Alex Soth. Oh, that's where he's from? Or is that yeah, where he's from? He's Minnesota. Just, okay. Yeah. I saw um, something that came in from Magnum recently. Um their print sale. Maybe it was that. And I was like, yeah. Alex Soth was mentioned like by name. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm pretty sure you got it already, but I, I was gonna mention it to you and forgot. So yeah, I know I actually don't have any Alex Soth prints. And funny you mentioned that because so my wife, my birthday's in a couple of days and my wife always gives me my birthday present early and she got me uh, a, a 50 millimeter Sumo Lux and she said that uh, she was trying to get me an Alex Soth print. That's what she wanted to get me for my birthday. Um, there's, there, there's a specific photo that I have as my phone background here. I'll just pull it up here. Hold up. Let me take all the notifications off my screen. All right, can you guys see that photo right there? Oh, I know that photo, yeah. 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 Uh, and she wanted to buy me that print. And she's like, yeah, I uh, I contacted a gallery about it, and it was like $30,000. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. The Sumo Lux <laughs> ended up being pretty cheap. It <laughs> being pretty cheap, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, we're going to Scotland next year. For nice. I'm shooting my cousin, my cousin, one of my cousins that lives in Wisconsin. She's getting married. Her husband is from there. Uh, her fiance, I should say, she's getting. They're doing their wedding over there. So we've actually been looking at like uh, hotels and stuff. We're gonna stay in Elgin, um, and we're hoping is. to stay in a castle. <laughs> so that would be dope. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be pretty dope. But realistically, I think for me, my biggest uh, bucket list next big trip would is japan only because we were supposed to do that this year we had we like actually had flights and hotel and everything and obviously because of the pandemic we had to cancel so i really 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 want to go to japan as soon as possible yeah i have so many places on my bucket list not even just for photography just to go to go whatever um actually one of the other places that are, are is on my bucket list and it's photo related but also another hobby related is um le mans uh and in France, or I guess wherever that is specifically, I think it is in France, right? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I've like been dying to go there in like Le Mans or Monaco for the Grand Prix. So 24 Le Mans and Le Mans, obviously, and then in Monaco, the Monaco Grand Prix. So I've already told my wife, I was like, that's, 
you know, maybe for like my 40th birthday or something like something, we, we got to go to one of those. For places, sure. You know? Monaco's really beautiful. It's very small. I was about to say, I've, it's I've a lot smaller tiny, than yeah. you would think. Um, and, but the Grand Prix, like the, the track is, yeah. so it's really cool, man. Like it goes through like these tunnels and stuff and you're like, you look out and you're like right next to the ocean. It's, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. It really is. It just, I guess my only thing about Monaco was like, you have to be either save up for a long time <laughs> yeah. or mega duper, super duper rich to, to even spend a good amount of time there. I mean, that's the only place that I've really seen like mega yachts. Like yeah. when you see yachts, oh, on yeah. it, you're like, Oh wow, that's a yacht. What is that? Like 20 mil. You go over there and it's like a yacht. Oh, yeah, like yeah, a small yeah. country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know crazy. what that reminds me too? Like, at, and this is still along the lines of like Grand Prix and just interesting places. Like Singapore is also on my bucket list. My wife and I were talking about it and she's like, yeah, let's go to Singapore and let's go to Tokyo. So, um, man, I, the, the, I guess, that's the problem. It's like everything's been backed up, not only because of COVID. I mean, you know, we have young kids, so it probably hasn't been that practical. But now it's like they're at the age where we're okay leaving them for like 10 days with, with family. Yeah. You know, or, you know, and, you know, it wouldn't have been that bad, especially with daycare. I mean, we're, they're not in daycare now because obviously we're not sticking them in daycare considering what's going on. But, you know, it would have been easier than to go away for 10 days because, you know, at least we wouldn't have to burden our parents or my in laws with, taking care of your kid from morning to night, right? It would have been like, right, mm -hmm. take him to daycare in the morning. They're gone to daycare in the morning, pick him up in the afternoon and, you know, and so on and so forth. But yeah, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm like dying to go, um, dying to go. I know, um, man. You know, I know the go feeling. Somewhere, man. I mean, yeah. luckily we, we were able to go to Wisconsin in August. Um, and then we took a drive up to Tampa for a couple of days uh, shortly after in September. And then now we're going to do this Wisconsin uh, slash, Illinois slash Wisconsin slash Tennessee trip. And I'm starting to like, you know, it's, it definitely is releasing those endorphins of like, I need to do this. I need to yeah. do this. Cause I really felt cooped up, especially with how much we normally travel. Uh, last year we were out. I mean, at least six months out of the year, you know? So it was like, it was horrible to have to just stay here for most of the year. Yeah. The whole not traveling thing has been, like not going anywhere, not doing anything, not even the, the, the fun part. That's just planning the trip. Yeah. So we were planning a trip to, I think I mentioned that at some other episode to Yosemite. Mm -hmm. We were like dying to go. We we're looking at places to stay and that just got wrecked. So, yeah. Which is the other reason why I'm like, oh, the Blue Ridge Parkway is nice, but mm -hmm. it's, not it's not Yosemite at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like the, mag the, the magnitude is so different between just the west coast and the east coast yeah like at, at that point we're just taking you're just taking what you can get <laughs> exactly yeah like, i just i just want to go somewhere anywhere please yeah oh All well right. i actually on that note speaking of just going anywhere somewhere um me and my family and my wife's family we went to hillsborough river state park like near tampa it was like 20 minutes outside of tampa if you will mm -hmm. um we rented an rv um with you know could sleep a bunch. We all slept in there, obviously kids and all. Um, and it was really cool. And I, I know we talked about this offline, uh, but I took two cameras <laughs> and end up just using my phone. And it was like one of the most liberating things to like, not 
particularly stress out like okay i gotta get something here because i i brought my cameras gotta make it you know make use of it i took some pictures just around like the, the rv but like i just wasn't i wouldn't even say inspired it just it didn't make sense you know with all the family there and kids and i realized i'm like that actually made me stay a little bit more present and i know it sounds cliche you probably heard it like in in lots of different youtube videos or blogs about like staying present as, as like a photographer and whatever and you know but it was nice like just okay cool hey this nice scenery the kids are walking by let me take a picture i used like the portrait mode on the iphone and it was actually really cool so um that was pretty liberating to not have to or not feel the pressure to do anything or not care you know and come home and not be disappointed with it um so i don't know that was a good experience for me uh yanni would you do that hold on sorry i was trying to pull up something do what go on a trip and not take any photos yeah no <laughs> yeah i mean neither i couldn't do I can't. it i mean i think I, the re like it's like the reason i travel right and and that's probably also the reason i have like simple like the gr like i think when mark originally told me this i'm like that's why i have the gr it's easier to take a photo with a gr than it is with my phone it has a shutter button i can use it one-handed it mm-hmm, doesn't yeah. have instagram to distract me it's actually a better be in the moment camera than my phone mm-hmm True, true. I mean, I I guess Uh, the reason I found it because I thought about it was like, oh man, a GR would probably be good here, but it was just, you know, I'd normally in in that case, I'd have my phone and my camera. And I guess what I got out of that trip, especially, and remember, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly my trip in a sense, like it's not something I was particularly looking forward to because it was based my brother in law to plan. And I was like, all right, well, you know, you guys are going, I'm going to go. And it was just a park, you know, it wasn't anything spectacular. That's why the photos haven't been where it wasn't a big deal right because i think mm-hmm. what ends up happening is where i went and i didn't put have any planning into it if i had planned to go somewhere and not taken a camera like i'd be a lot more upset because you know i'd have thought about what are we going to do um you know what are we going to see here is just like all right we're in an rv with a bunch of kids and family and stuff like that i know i'm going to be pretty preoccupied and have to put it down and not really be able to enjoy it or lug it around if we even go for a walk and it was just i just rode bicycles with the kids and we walked around for one part and you know I wouldn't have had the time to really enjoy photography. And yes, again, the GR using one hand, I think would be good enough, but at the same time, because I'm not shooting for high quality photos or that didn't really matter. It was really liberating to use the phone. And I feel like I, I, that's one thing I I got from that is that I'm going to try to use my phone a little bit more, you know, in those scenarios. Right. And and not necessarily go for at least grab the X 100 or something like that. Just use the phone. Right. Cause most of those moments don't really, you know, I might be I wrong don't here, matter, but, but whatever. And no offense to our Tampa listeners, if any exist, but was there really anything nice to take a photo of? That's oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. That's the point, right? Um, the only reason I so I brought just for gear talk because we can't avoid an episode without talking about gear. I brought the XT3 and the 1680 and the X100 just in case, like we were walking around and I wanted to take something lighter. Mm-hmm. because I looked it up like the night before and they're like, Oh, you know, there's alligators and there's a river and there's rapids and stuff. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I don't know if the weather's going to hold up. So I'll take two cameras under weather seal just in case we're out and starts freaking pouring. Um, you know, um, and in case like we see any wildlife or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, which we did see an alligator, but again, it's, you know, I, I was more enjoying showing my son, Hey, look, there's an alligator in the river. And like taking a picture of him, like pointing at it or something and, you know, just taking a picture again for him to see it later on 
than let me make a nice photo out of this. Because to Yanni's point, yes, it's also just Hillsborough River State Park. It's not, you know, a well-known super scenic park, you know. So I think that's a part of it too. It's for me, when it comes to like deciding what to take, it's like the stress of like, thinking about well, what are we going to see where can i make a potential photo or if i do bring something and like come back empty-handed because it really wasn't a good opportunity i get usually get frustrated and i think i was happy here because there was kind of a medium here where i took some photos so i kind of got to exercise that part of my brain and you know have some memories just to share with the family like i took a bunch of photos of the kids just having fun and i didn't need to like have a camera to my face to, to enjoy it you know so i, I think mm-hmm. that part of it was really interesting for me um, that's cool, I think man. if I were to go again, I might still take the camera because I, there's a friend that saw that I was there and he goes, Oh, you should keep hiking and go further up. There's the rapids there. And it's a really good opportunity. He's, he's like a landscape type photographer. And I was like, yeah, we were with the kids. We kind of had to turn back because everybody's getting hungry and stuff. So, you know, it's one of those things where like, if I went by myself, and it was my plan to go there. I think for sure I'm taking something and, you know, I'm making something out of the trip because I, I know what to expect, but you know, for these types of trips and outings and stuff like that, I think I'm going to try to, you know, not make a big deal out of it, if you will. Right. So, cause usually I'm not there for myself, you know, I don't have much time for myself with family and the kids and yeah. whatnot. So, so yeah, man, I pulled I up, that. I pulled up a couple of photos on the Pacific Northwest trip for Christian to see like what I meant by being like a fantasy world. Let me see if I can figure oh, yeah. this out. I, I already know which one he's showing and that, <laughs> trust me, it, it got me. Like when I saw those pictures, like I don't wow. even know if you might be thinking of a different trip. No, like, I'm thinking about you, this one because you shot this, this with the X100, right? This was yeah. actually yeah. That's crazy, dude. There's two. There's two trips. Yeah, there's one that you shot with the M240 and the 262, which I remember like, thinking, Jesus, but yeah. Like, things like this, like living in my entire exactly? life. Exactly. Um, the Olympic Peninsula and this beach was. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of the beach. I don't remember either now. Like it's a tip of my tongue, but I don't remember. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, this one I remember too. I was like, the way the light was just hitting, and I was like, it yeah. looks yeah, man. It's gloomy, but like it doesn't look like like how it's, it's been here in my whatever. Yeah. And just yeah. to have my own space needle. <laughs> the needle. It's a great picture. But yeah. All right. How do I stop this? That's awesome, dude. Go. I need, yeah, I need to go out there for sure. I was like, maybe I'll do that sooner than later. I, I don't right. like the cold. <laughs> I just, I don't do well in the cold. I am constantly uncomfortable. Uh, so that makes things a little bit difficult when traveling to those kinds of places. Um, so it kind of limits the time of when I can travel there. So I just have to see when I can go that I'm not going to be like, I don't mind being a little cold, but once it starts getting down to like tens, twenties, I'm not. That's what it was for our Paris trip was brutal. It's snow during our trip. Dude, like, uh, you know, even snow, like sometimes it could snow in the thirties and okay. Even though it's not preferable, but twenties, tens, we went to Montreal once and it was negative 20 degrees, bro. And I was like, never doing negative 20 oh my why did i come here like i'm miserable (laughs) and it was montreal so it was like beautiful but the cold i was just like i'm not going anywhere i don't want to do anything i want to stay in my hotel all day until it's time to eat go eat and come back and stay warm you know jeez so 
Yeah. I, I went to Montreal in June and it was nice. Cause it was like warm in the day, but then really cool at night, but not like, you know, like light jacket or, you know, thicker jacket than what we'd probably wear in Miami, Nicole and whatever. But yeah, that was awesome, man. I don't I think I made place any too. good photos in Montreal, which sucks. I definitely want to go back and do that. I'm supposed to be shooting a wedding there next year. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's hopefully Christian comes back with some good photos from his trips that are coming up so we could see I them hope so, next, yeah. next episode. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, guys. Cool. So All the right, next everybody. one. Later, Later dudes. dudes.